Hello, my people. What's popping? Is your girl Joy Abara, and you're on to the chat podcast, the show that gives young leaders a voice. We tell the untold story of many young Nigerian innovators, creatives, and entrepreneurs from different parts of the country. And today, I will be doing nothing less than that. On today's show, we have a young, energetic lady, I like to think, who I'm just meeting for the first time, actually. And, um, you know, I've done a bit of reading about her, and you want to know what I found out. I mean, I read about her from other interviews that she's granted. This girl is not so young upstairs. Like, seriously, you know what I mean? She is very cerebral. And I'm happy that we're going to be experiencing that here on the chat. And that is why you shouldn't go anywhere. Quickly, I'm going to read her profile to kick off the show. Um, so, Toby Loba Arewa Adesoya is a young lady who is passionate about art, fashion, and humanity. She is a creative director of Adire World, a textile design company that provides one of the three basic human needs, clothing. Adire World is a textile designing company that connects people's personality to their clothing through tie and dye patterns, telling stories about brands through what they wear and connecting it to a larger audience. Also, she is the founder of Arewa Foundation, a non-profit organization that focuses on teenagers' development and hunger eradication. Through this, she organizes Catch Them Young, an annual seminar for public secondary schools to build a cohesive network of young innovators who are well-informed, enlightened and equipped for societal impact and self-actualization, and to inspire a vibrant young generation whose potentials are pulled together towards resourcefulness in its fair that encourages innovative ideas. Also, she is the convener of Feed a Mouth, a hunger eradication program for people who can't afford good food because of their current predicament. Arewa is, you don't want, I mean, you won't believe this part. Arewa is 22 and loves to travel, design, and enjoys cooking. Girl, <laughs> your profile is giving me shivers. Like, I'm literally feeling cold. Uh-uh. Wait, I thought I knew you because prior to this interview, I read um, an interview that you granted. I did a couple of research about you and I thought I knew you, but I really don't know you. But there's so <laughs> many parts to you, you know. And um, I hope that we're able to explore your personality and the different things that you're into. Um, we can sit down and talk about literally your profile alone because there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot to it. But you know, it's my utmost pleasure to invite you here. Um, Thank you. I'm not even kidding. You are, you fit the, the specification of what the chat podcast represents. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. I mean, it's such a pleasure. Um, so, as you can see, I came prepared for you. <laughs> I can see you. Your tie-dash t-shirts. I know. Very I have, nice. I have my Adirect thing here. Yeah. I knew I was having an Adirect expert. So <laughs> I digged this out of my wardrobe this morning and I was like, you know what? I have to come well represented. Yeah, um, thank so you. So how would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, you don't mean... <laughs> how would you rate seven, my outfit? 7 over 10. Okay, that's, that's, that's fair actually. Yeah. That's, that's good actually. Yeah, that's if good. If I have 7 over 10 in class, I'll be happy. <laughs> That's, that's good that's great so this was gifted to me by a very close friend who's also into this as well she's still trying to find her fit into 
in, in this in this business but okay i think she did a good job yeah she did a good job okay so before we get into the mainstream of what we are you know supposed to do today um i know that you're doing your nyc yes and um i wanted to find out um how is that going for you um interesting but <laughs> before sure? i have to work 8 to 6 p.m every day mm-hmm. um four days in a week Actually, this is the first time I'll be doing such. So at first, it was challenging for me. And I remember calling a friend and crying on the phone. I'm not doing this job again. (laughs) That was like the second week I started. And it just made me understand, if this is your business, is this how you're going to run away from it? It's just one here. One here. So give it your best. And it's called seven. So it may not be comfortable for me. So seven right now is fun, it's challenging, I'm learning so much. It's giving me work experience, what it means to have a boss and work for him and all that. Unlike the entrepreneur kind of life hmm. I used to. You used to be a boss in essence. Now you yeah. have a boss. Yeah. So <laughs> those are two things. Yeah. So you're learning to be an employee. Yeah, I'm learning to be an employee mm. and it's fun. Every day new new um task to be done and really it's fun meeting new people mm-hmm. and getting to talk to my I have the most awesome colleagues in the world. They right. Job so fun for me. Okay. So, yeah. That's that's a great testimonial from someone who's been NYC. <laughs> like if you ask me <laughs> I'm sure the story is going to be different. But you know, I mean it's good to know you're enjoying what you're doing now. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. also coupled with the fact that you are a boss on your own and you know i want us to get there let's even start there mm. you are i mean you look the way you even look you look very <laughs> innocent <laughs> i mean you are so unassuming until one really gets to engage you in a conversation before they even really know that man this girl is actually really deep and i mean you are you're a fashion you're a fashion um entrepreneur you're creative yeah and um I'm just curious to know how you how you you were able to find yourself at a young age, you okay. know, um, you, because you told me you said this while you were in school. Yeah. So you kind of have a bit of an experience in in yeah. this field. So okay. how did it all start for you? Okay. Did you uh, sleep and wake up and found out that okay, <laughs> God told me this is what I'm supposed to do. I mean, how how did it happen for you? Okay. First of all, I would like to say um, clarity comes with action, okay. and. That word can actually be related to... I started working... Can I tweak that first of all? Clarity comes with action. Yes. So you have to be doing something to mm. get clarity. So um, you can't just sit back and like, oh, what, would I, what do I want to do? And you're not doing anything. Mm. So in 100 level, I started with um, selling chin-chin. Right. Yeah, because my profile, I enjoy cooking. I, I love to give people food. Probably that's why I started feeding mouth. So um, I was doing changing and I was really good, but it was, I was getting the money, yeah, but um, most times after um, frying delivery, because I do home deliveries for my colleagues in class mm-hmm. and lecturers and all that. So by the time I get home, I'm usually tired. They're like, okay. And let me say, I'm, I'm very, 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 very adventurous. I love to try new things. Mm-hmm. So. 200 level, like, okay, I can't just sit back and not do anything. Then I went into broadcasting. So the reason I went into broadcasting was in school then, um, most of them were not proud of 
my school, Taishina University of Education. So like I'm going to start this radio program on campus that I'm going to focus on all the benefits of coming from Taishina because mm. um, Taishina is a school you graduate with two certificates and all that and all that. So that was how I went into broadcasting. And when I started, I worked with Aristocrats um, Radio. Then that's the only radio on campus. So I worked with them. I was one of the honor personalities. I had my program. I invite people who are doing very well that graduated from my school. Mm-hmm. I invited them as my guests and we're talking. But at some point again, I, I was getting the money. I was getting the attention. Uh, at least I... From the money, I was able to send myself to a broadcasting school and all that. But I was still not satisfied. You know, there's, there's this thing they say, your um, your purpose is that point where you do what deepest need meets your own joy. So, but I was still not like really satisfied and all that. Then I sat down and I called a friend of mine, Davis Okeowo, and I spoke with Davis like, hey, Davis, I'm doing this, it's good, but I'm not really okay. Then Davis said something. He said, you need to sit down and think of your strength and what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Then connect both of them together. Then I sat down, okay, what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about heart. Because even as a social studies student, you always find me in creative art department. And... With all these, there's this course in my school that is compulsory. Um, apart from the initial course you came to learn, it is compulsory for every student in my school to um, learn in vocation. So we have, in the vocation department, we have textile designing, hairdressing, shoemaking, um, um, fish farming, poultry, and so on. But I chose textile designing from 100 level. So after I had that conversation with... Um, Davis and I went to sit down. I sat down. Okay, where's my strength? I know um, my strength is in fashion. Mm-hmm. I love I love it when people look good, mm-hmm. especially men. I love it when men look good because women we are known for the fashions now, but men it's not really like the thing for men. They just give me my shirt and my jeans. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so like, okay, then what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about art. So bringing those two together was how I came about tie dye. And so was it since I was already doing textile designing. I was like, okay, so let me start something from here. So um, I went to my office the following week and I told my boss I won't be working as an owner personality. He was mad. He was like, why are you doing well? We're one of our best um on a personality what happened then i told him okay this is what i want to do now I said okay um he was not happy uh, but i had to go it was not really easy for me to but i had to go so that was how i started adjure i started with people around me so that was like that was why i like to advise people start with people around you people what you have you don't have to necessarily start big start small so i started with People in my hostel, what I told them was, okay, you have if you have any 100% cotton clothes, any bright color 100% cotton clothes, give it to me. I'm going to design it for you for free. Then when you wear it, you upload it online and you tag me. Tell your friends that I designed it. So that was how I started making tie-dye t-shirts. And I started getting orders from school. People started as people started liking what I do, how do you do? I said, okay, just bring your shirts. You don't have to buy shirts. Any shirts you have at home, I'm going to transform it for you. Then from there, I started going deeper. I started, uh, it was after that time, that was in 300 level then. I was like, okay, 
uh, I started, I was more serious with my tester designing class mm -hmm. in school. And that was how it all started. I started from chin chain, radio broadcasting. And as I said, clarity comes with action. Imagine I didn't sit down. I have not started anything. And all I did was just sit down. Probably it's like most graduates after school start thinking of what to do. But by the time I was in 400 level, I knew what I wanted to do. So I registered my company from school and we started business and so far it has been awesome it has been challenging yeah <laughs> but it has been really really awesome and knowing this is the path you want to go for the rest of your life wow yeah that is huge <laughs> that is that is so huge and i don't know whether to beef you now because you said you you started doing broadcasting at some point and i'm like this girl i don't understand why are you why are you crossing your lane <laughs> and to think that you were good at it i mean it almost seems like you have the midas touch whatever it is you do changing you know um broadcasting now your textile and design um work you, you seem to give your all to it that was all yeah. able to learn yeah. and um the fact that you were not i mean you didn't sit back and say okay this is what i want to do without having to act on it mm -hmm. so you tested yourself you were testing the waters <laughs> literally you know like okay i want to be and it was good because i was in school so i could just do make a mistake not that after school so um i i usually tell people that there are some mistakes you make as an undergraduate and you'll be pardoned for it mm. and there are some mistakes you make when you're a graduate like <laughs> you have you suffer a lot for yeah. it so I am grateful to God that I was able to like discover myself early because mm -hmm. that was what really worked for me. Starting young, it really worked. I was able to make all the mistakes I could make, and now that I'm done with school, I'm more serious with life. Okay, so I've made those mistakes. So now this is life. We have to be serious with it. We have to be intentional with everything you're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm 22. I I can't afford to make some mistakes anymore wow i mean you talk like you are 40 years old my dear you can I'm afford to make all the mistakes <laughs> because truly people i mean i'm older than you and i'm yeah. 25 okay and i mean there's such a difference because i'm not sure i had this clarity when i was 22 even now i mean i don't have as much clarity i'm still <laughs> like okay what can i possibly do which and, and which makes me feel like you know which makes me respect you even more the fact that you already have found yourself but i mean now you're on to being a young boss young ceo which is great my question is i mean what are the perks of being a young entrepreneur like what what, what would you say is exciting about being a young entrepreneur i mean because being an entrepreneur for a serious one at that knowing that you have a lot of things at stake you can't afford to make as many mistakes like you said I mean, are there are there any negatives to it? I mean, what do you find uncomfortable about it? What do you find exciting about it? <laughs> Thank you for that question. Okay, so um, before you, you become an entrepreneur, what our advice is: you do what you love to do. Okay. Trust me, it's not it's not really that fun. Yeah. Okay. It's not really that fun. <laughs> because, We're hearing the truth now. I'm um, youth and. Most people at my age are partying and all that, but mm. I have to think of, I have orders to deliver. Mm. That's not fun. <laughs> but because I'm doing what I enjoy doing, so party can wait. There will always be party. So what I've been able to do was to set my priorities right. Do I want to party now or party later? 
because I believe for everything we do is like you're sowing seed. It's an investment into the future. So if I'm partying now and when I'm 32, what would I tell my children? Oh, when I was your age, I was partying and it won't really help. So being an entrepreneur, um, starting this small is not really that fun because you have to get orders. You have to, you have to be at the top of your game. You have to learn. You have to read. As I say, it's mostly what you enjoy doing. So you have to learn. So it doesn't even feel like work mm-hmm. because I enjoy doing it. it. Doesn't really feel like work for me. So um, okay. The other question: What? What? What do you find? What? What are the negatives? The negative. Or what are you uncomfortable about being an what do you find uncomfortable about being an entrepreneur? Uh I don't I You don't, can't think of Okay, so I you clearly just love your job. Let's move on to the next question. Yeah, I love my job, yeah. Which Thank is great. You. Okay. Um, you know, so you would agree with me that there is a rapid rise in the number of entrepreneurs Nigeria like young entrepreneurs in particular. Yeah. That Nigeria has. I mean one in five is an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um People have different businesses. Mm-hmm. The makeup um, artistry business is booming. Fashion is booming. Mm-hmm. Music is booming. Mm-hmm. All sorts of things, you know, are just cropping up every day, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. But, you know, I have a concern, which gives me a lot of concern when, as much as we have all of these businesses mm-hmm. popping up here and there, you have a lot of them dying. And it's making me ask myself, I mean, are people quick? Are people really just so quick to 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 start a business, you know, without having to think about the consequences, thinking about sustainability? Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? And yeah, what's your take on that? Okay, so personally, uh, why are you thinking I was smiling? Because I knew you were going to get to. So I read somewhere. I can't really say, but it was a research done mm-hmm. by I think a media house or something mm-hmm. that most businesses die within five years. Okay. <laughs> and so I went further to read what causes all this. And one of the causes is um, most people go into business with feelings. Mm. So deep. as Stop. as um, as an entrepreneur, what I've learned is there's a business and there's a me. So feelings like, oh... Uh, most, entre- most entrepreneurs don't know that your business money is not your money. Mm. So this actually kills um, finance. So um, when they're supposed to save for expansion or something, so they're using the money. The money gets into their head and when they, are, when they make the first money, they want to go for movies, yeah. they want to take, the, take their girlfriend out on a treat or something. And this is actually killing business. Another thing is, um, like you said... Most people are, okay, let me use my, my industry as an example. Mm-hmm. So when I started this, I had a lot of I had a lot of um, youth on Facebook in Boston Media like to do tie dye, like to do tie dye. So there's one question I asked them. So what problem do you want to solve in tie dyeing? So like for my home brand, I what I do most is or what I do basically is I connect people to what they wear. So I've been able to solve a problem. So is it that you want to come into textile designing industry to copy what other people are doing or you have your own story, your own special story that you want to push out there? So most people go into it because, oh, this is what is making money now. Mm-hmm. They go, let's follow the money. So those people, they don't have, most 
people who fall into that line. There is no concrete direction. There is no strong conviction. Mm. So tomorrow they put feelings into the business. When there is feelings into the business, um, the business came down crushing. Um, what's it called? Mismanagement of funds. Um, what's it called? Um, another thing that really killed business is oh gosh. It's okay. You you have them <laughs> yes, all loaded in your head. <laughs> yeah, this is very important. That's what I have to. But really, remove your feelings mm-hmm. and have this entrepreneurial mindset. So even when I was working for myself, before I started seven, I remember a meeting was held in my house because I woke up as early as four a.m. I'm sketching. By six a.m., everything is becoming bright. I'm already tying clothes. So because it's my business, because I'm my father's means I have to resume at a time and close at a time. You get. But the only difference is when I'm working with other people, that, okay, while I'm working for myself, I want to have lunch or breakfast. I can give myself that break. But people don't take their business like that. Actually, if it's my business, anytime I like, I'll close. Anytime I like, I'll resume. And as an entrepreneur, you should have a monthly salary which most people don't know. You're supposed to have a monthly salary. You're not supposed to take all your money. Okay, so I made 50K this week. I'm going to blow up the 50K. So you should have a constant salary for yourself. Maybe my salary is 20K. So whatever I make that month, if I make 1 million, I see 20,000, except I promote myself. Because when you start thinking of the long run, start thinking of, okay, what what are my expansion plan? What are these designs i'm working on what do i want to do so where is all that money coming from it has to come from your business mm-hmm. so and all this goes back to how you manage your fund don't be when there's um like a friend of mine will say okay well, okay we'll be like um bukata will always come bukata in yoruba is like um problems so you can't say eh, there's a problem that i must i must kill it now no it will come tomorrow again will come, but you have to be disciplined that's the word as an entrepreneur because you're the one managing your money you have to be very disciplined have a business account you should be separate from your own account that will really help thank you oh lord <laughs> have mercy you know you sound like you sound like someone who has been in business for such a long time and I don't think you've been you've been doing this business for close anything less than my business was just one year last month. I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, which 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 brings me to my next question. Okay, you're very. You seem to know what it is you want exactly, mm-hmm. and you you seem to have a lot a a lot of knowledge about about business about you know just being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, I would like to think that you have a mentor somewhere. How did you even learn all of this? That's my question. Okay. Um, I learned... Because you're 22. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, learned, literally... I learned from... Okay, I learned from... Experience. Not personal experience, yeah. My, daddy, my dad runs a business... A, a laundry business. Okay. So I've seen his business come down, crumble, go up. So I learned from his mistakes to make sure I don't repeat the same. Mm. And concerning mentors, yeah, I have mentors. You have mentors. <laughs> and uh, when I say mentors, even my friends are my mentors. So you don't have to be so old or mm-hmm. so big to be my mentor. So um, I'm intentional with people I make friends with. And mm. most times these are people who are dream better than I am. Though sometimes you are same age, maybe they are just two or three years older than me. But these are people that I can easily call because 
my mentor is usually very busy she's either in this country is either in another country so before i can get to them there are some there's something they call peer mentors so peer mentors are people who we are close i can easily call you guy okay i want to make this investment what do you think about it and like i said they're doing very well in their own business too so we get to talk another thing that really helped me was reading i have to go online i have to read about business there's i also subscribe to Harvard business review every day they get to send you um an article so they send it to my um, messenger every day. So I get to read. So you just have to get yourself informed. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that really helped me was when I started my business, I have the mind that I'm going to run a global business. So when I know where I'm going, it is easy for me. That, okay, this is where I'm going. That's the target until I get to that place. So I'm very intentional with everything I'm doing, who I'm making friends with, the information I'm getting myself exposed to, the people I'm talking to, what I'm getting back, the people I make friends with and all that. So I think that really helped me when it comes to um, information, advice and all that. I have a target and I'm intentional about it. Fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, from what you have said, you you're a very attentive person then because i i can't imagine myself i mean um watching so closely how my mom would do her business because for me i didn't seem to care it was just okay just pay just pay the pay the bills and and you know pay my fees let me go to school and come back and chase my dreams but i mean you clearly yours was on a different um, yours was different um there's something that strikes me about your profile Okay. And about what you do, about your 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 industry, your your creative work. Okay. You tell stories mm-hmm. with your jobs. Yeah. You um, there's there's a phrase you you use. I can't remember, but yeah, you tell Connecting stories. You people. connect people here yeah, with with what with what they wear. With what they wear. Yeah. And I find that to be very deep. You know, initially when I read it, I was like, okay, they always add things to their profile to make it look, <laughs> <laughs> to give it some some weight. But I got talking, talking, talking to you today um, before we started this, and you were telling me some things that I feel like people need to hear here. You're not just you're not just a fashion designer <laughs> like every other person. There is depth to your work. Yeah. So what what exactly does that mean? Okay, um, like I said, when I started my business, I started with, um, why do I want to do this? Why would people even patronize me? Because I, I learned from Simon Sinek that once you can get the why, a lot of people buy Apple today because of what Apple, the story Apple has been able to tell, how they make life easier with all of their gadgets. So I sat down and I I. I'm like, okay, wh- why would anybody even want to spend a thousand naira on what I sell? Mm. Because it's their money alone. Why would I want to give you my one key? Yeah. So I, I sat down and I have a deeper meaning to whatever everybody wears. So Toby Lover comes out and what would I like people to see when they see me? So you earlier on you said, ah, my dressing, I don't even look like my profile and all that. So I've always wanted, okay. Yeah, you don't. What? Whatever I'm wearing today, okay, today I want to look this way. And you can actually tell that because of watch the combination you see me. Oh, she's wearing a jean and turtleneck and she's tying her hair. She looks so simple. So that way you've been able to like deduce 
or say something about me just through what I wear without even talking to me. So that was the same thing I thought. I'm like, okay, I want people to wear clothes that tell other people about them even before people speak to them. Yeah. So you see the likes of um, Debola Williams using red cap you know and he's always on white no so tell me what do you what do you <laughs> see because i kind of think that's intentional uh, yeah uh, i think i think that's intentional yeah, the that's way he dresses that's his brand yeah, that's his brand right and so, then you, you see tinubu wearing this infinity what uh this is cap yeah as his infinity logo you know i didn't, oh really I yes didn't, i didn't even look the, so deep the, the the symbol on his cap so these things are intentional you see these people and you can tell what they are wearing, what it means, and all that. So, look, okay, I'm going to create a textile designing company that is going to connect people. So, our customers will come to us because they want to wear clothes that basically talk about them. Mm. So, they are not at the mercy of what Gucci is going to bring out. We are putting them in charge of what they wear. Mm. They are, we are putting them in charge of their brand, what they want other people to see, mm. how they want other people to perceive them, how they want other people to accept them. Mm-hmm. So what I do with my brand is when I'm to design for someone, I check them, I look at them, we have a deep discussion. Okay, what do you want people to see when you wear this? Mm-hmm. So from there, I'll be able to get the pattern I'm supposed to use on the clothes, the um, colors I'm supposed to use on the clothes. Mm-hmm. So everything is intentional. So when joy goes out there's a story joy wants people to see so you can either be consistent with that brand or you're spontaneous so today i want people to see me wear red okay i'm bold i'm energetic and all that tomorrow i want people to see me wear black and black depicts power and all that tomorrow i want people to see me wear yellow yellow depicts happiness tomorrow i want people to see me wear green green depicts growth and all that so all these colors have deeper meanings and how does it resonate with you? How does it resonate with your person? So that is so. With this, we create like on our platform, we have um, a clothing plan which you can subscribe to, okay. and we get to design for you for probably like the next one year or for the rest of your life. You can keep a design that is peculiar to you. you can sketch out design and we'll bring it out for you. So with this, I've been able to work with some brands. We connect what they wear. The, the latest design we did was the keke. We did a keke shirt okay. that has Marwa. And mostly the story behind that was my friend, a Canadian guy who wants to, who would love to drive keke. But he's scared that, oh, when I drive keke now, I'm going to be on all blogs in Nigeria. How oh, say a white man driving keke? Because he's going to drive it in the daytime. And people are going to see him. People will be surprised that ah, this one is not Abinu. He's it's actually Winibo. Yeah. <laughs> so since he couldn't do that, so what we did was, we designed a keke shirt for him. The shirt has keke all over it. So, like, I'm traveling home for summer. So, since I can't drive keke, can I actually have it with me? Wear it all over the world. So, we designed a shirt that has keke all over. We designed some that has bicycle, truck for him to wear. So, he can't actually, he can't actually drive keke, but he can wear keke t-shirt all around. Thank you. Wow. I mean, this... Guys, didn't I even tell you? I told you there's a lot more depth to her just being called a fashion entrepreneur. There's so much more to this girl, you know? Um, so, um... Huh. Arewa. <laughs> Arewa, you're leaving me... You're leaving me speechless. And I usually don't get like this. Um, so, we're, we're going to round up... Um, 
um, very quickly. But before before that, I want to I want to know where you draw your inspiration from. Okay, um, I draw my inspiration from God first, and I draw my inspiration from things happening around me. So um, many times, I I just go out. I travel like I tell like I told you before I started this um interview. I I lo- I can just go to I can just go anywhere and I pay attention to everything around me. Everything. It can be just that chair or something and I give a deeper meaning to it. How that chair can help you release stress. Okay, so you're tired, you need to sit somewhere. And we can draw a shirt on a chair on your shirt and we tell a story about what chairs actually doing that we don't even appreciate chairs for and all that so i draw my inspiration from things around things that is happening i draw my inspiration from reading from reading about people listening to people's story and all that yeah so everything around basically inspire my designs that's that's amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm going to ask another question. Okay. Um, I think when we were talking before, you know, we started recording this. Yeah, you mentioned that you like to travel, and that on your bed days you usually take trips to different countries. Sorry, different well, different countries in the future, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then you go to different states. Yeah. And you talked about you being an adventurous person. Mm-hmm. What what place would you say fascinates you the most that you have visited? <laughs> uh, okay. I'll say uh, Idori Hill. Okay. Idori Hill in Undo State. Hill. And Erin Jesha. Erin Jesha, okay. Yeah, the waterfall. As in, okay, the Idori Hill was about people actually live on the hill mm-hmm. in the olden days. And in the hill, there's water, there's a school, there's a palace. It's a very interesting place. Like, a whole hill, like, it's like a city on its own. City on a hill. Yeah, city on a hill. And there's water. No, Omino no akwata. No, like, still water. Like, water was coming out. Yeah. And it was, it just shows how powerful God is. Yeah. And how great Nigeria is as right. a nation. And because I love to travel. One of the reasons I love to travel, sometimes just to tell people, Nigeria is really a lovely country. Like, mm. it's an adventurous company. Full of culture, histories, and all that. So, another place I love was, that I went to that I really like was Erin Jesha Waterfall. Erin Jesha Waterfall has uh, seven mountains, but I got to the third one. It was, it's really fun, water gushing out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where is the source of this water? And they're like, we're in ocean, but the source, the water is coming from Ekiti where we have um, Ikogusi, where the hot and cold water meet from. So the water actually connects and is coming down. And the it just shows how powerful God is, how powerful God is. Because traveling to all these places, I, it's really opened my mind, probably because I'm born in Lagos and I'm not so used to those kind of places. So it opens my mind. It means, okay, there are actually people who live in these kind of places. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun seeing the old men, the house built with mud and everything but, but maybe because i'm an artist so it really inspires me wow. yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay um, i want to let you go but i can't let you go without having you talk about your ngo okay um 
um, which is you you have the feed Arima Foundation. Yeah. You also started the Feed a Mouth um, initiative. Okay. Um, how long have you had that for? Okay, so <clears throat> Arima Foundation started when I was fifteen years old. Okay. Yeah, in secondary school. Wow. So I was like I said, I'm just passionate about um, inspiring people. Young Do you think people. that's your first? Was that your first love? Would you <laughs> call that your first love? Yeah, before Adire came love. and before took you over. Came. Yeah, Arrow yeah. Foundation came up before, way before Adire. Mm-hmm. Then um, I just like then I wanted to inspire people and started with my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I created a Facebook page for Adire for um, Arrow Foundation. And from there, I started talking to people. I started using my page to inspire people. And that's why people started knowing me like, ah, how old are you? I'm 15 years old. You are 15 and you're already talking to your mates and all that. So <clears throat> it's from there, I started, um, okay. Then at age 19, I was in 200 level. And okay, let me do something for secondary school students. Then I started catch them young. So, so far we've done three editions of catch them young. No, four rather. Started in 2016. So, 16, no, no, started in 2015. Then I was in 200 level. So, 15, 16, 17, and 18. We've done four editions. Then, Feed the Mouth, we've done three editions. So, Feed the Mouth started when I wanted to clock 20. I was at the park and I was like, okay, I'm going to be 20. 20 is grand. It's big so i like to give back and i called a friend I'm like okay i'd like to do a program feed the mouth um it's december my birthday is in january so january 22 so that was december i was like okay that's cool because how are you going to sort for funds and all that's okay don't worry i have people i have people who wish they could do what i'm doing while they were younger but since they couldn't do it they are always there to provide the funds so what i did for the first edition was i called my few mommies. Hello, mommy. I want to do this program. I'll be 20 verse now. I just want to celebrate it with people who can afford good food because of their current predicaments. And the first place we went to was a Robodo house. It's a home for children with for abandoned children. So these children have Down syndrome, and their parents doesn't Down syndrome like where, in the style um, Ijebode, Ogun State. That's where my school is located. So we went there with. We gave them food, we talked to them, we listened to their stories, and the children, they weave and all that. So it was fun. And that was how I started. And the second edition, I went to um, Igbeba prison. So when they, they have over 400 inmates, um, we heard them talk. And seriously, through this ministry, I've been able to like help some friends who have been part of it. So especially the Erobodo prison visit that we went for, listening to them talk, listening to the inmates talk about what got them there has really helped them like to, it's humbled my, most of my friends like wow, so people can just go to prison for this small thing and all that and looking at the judicial system in Nigeria, it's so slow, nobody is there to attend to them, so most of them have been there for 20-40 years, then the third edition was um, we did was launch with beggars which was this year. So this year we went to Ajegunle in Lagos. We fed over 300 beggars with lunch, talked to them, and some of them will be resuming my academy. Some of the young ones to learn textile designing and all that. So that's the thing about feeding mouth. So 
So it's really been awesome. I've been able to get my friends to be part of it. Because years to come, I don't see myself doing it anymore. Like, I've still been the brain behind it, but I see leaving it for my friends to undo. Probably I'm not in the country or something. So just to instill in everyone that has been part of it, that has been part of the project giving culture. Mm-hmm. So you don't it doesn't most of it doesn't have to be money. It can just be lunch. Or it can just be anything. Be just time. give. Yeah. yeah, it can just be your time. It can just be probably you need to listen to someone talk yeah. and something. So that's it. Thank you. Please want to say thank you because <laughs> <laughs> You say thank you, and I think it's so deceiving because you have just you have just talked about how you know amazing things like this, girl. You are. I mean, it's safe to say you are a change agent, <laughs> and I think I have even grown more love for you right now. Aww. You know, <laughs> you are. I mean, you you are really an amazing person, and I think everybody deserves to know the great, amazing work that you do because it's. I mean, it's laudable. It's so laudable. Um, I don't have more time anymore, but I mean, I think it's good to know for you guys listening out there that um, Arewa has an academy, a textile and fashion design academy. So for yeah. those who are interested in joining, I mean, I know a couple of people who are into fashion and adiwe, um, adiwe design. So if you're interested, I mean, you could check the information box um, right here on the chat podcast for more information about that. Sadly, I have to go because, I mean, we're running out of time. I mean, I don't want to go, Arewa. <laughs> Arewa, can we do this all day long? Uh, I mean, yeah. I want to pick your head because there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot in there. Like, this girl is, she's a brain box. But thank you so much for listening to the chat podcast. This is the 10th episode. And I am, I mean, I'm so grateful to have this beautiful beautiful mind here share with me her experience her journey uh you, you know to to becoming the best version of herself i hope that you listening as well is inspired you know by this story to also work on yourself i mean one thing i took note of is the fact that she said clarity comes with action comes with action that is so powerful you know a lot of us are here busy saying we don't know what to do we're trying to find ourselves we're trying to discover ourselves i mean that was my that was my word for a period of time when i, I used to say I, I was trying to find myself i was on the road to self-discovery but i realized I mean, you don't sit down and say you're finding yourself. You actually have to do the work. You have to try and experiment with different things. And if you didn't listen to anything, or if you didn't learn anything from this one, I think you should take note of that one. But till I come your way again next time, I remain Joy Abara, and this is a chat podcast. To follow, you can please go to the chat podcast on Instagram. We are live. Like we, we, I mean, there's a lot going on there. So for you, you guys who don't know, it probably is your first time, please check us out there. Facebook, please check us out at the chat podcast. On Twitter, we are the chat podcast Joy Abara. It's been great, great, great having you here. Thank till I come you. your way again next time. Goodbye. Bye. Uh...